0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, May 28th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger,
0: And I'm Brett Goodman. And
1: we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. Today is Friday, so glad you made it to the end of the week. It's also, I think, the first day of summer break for many, many kids in the area, so I hope that you are enjoying that. (laughs) Before we get to our scripture, let's have a moment for prayer.
0: Let us pray. Lord God, we know you are a God who frees and does not enslave. You are a God that liberates, not a God who oppresses. May we be people who exemplify that spirit in our life. And we pray this in your name. Amen.
1: Amen. Today we're reading from the book of Galatians, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 7, and the fifth chapter, verses 16 through 26. Listen as the Apostle Paul writes. My point is this. Heirs, as long as they are minors, are no better than slaves, though they are the owners of all the property. But they remain under guardians and trustees until the date set by the Father. So with us. While we were minors, we were enslaved to the elemental spirits of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, in order to redeem those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as children. And because you are children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but a child. And if a child, then also an heir through God." Live by the Spirit, I say, and do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For what the flesh desires is opposed to the Spirit, and what the Spirit desires is opposed to the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to prevent you from doing what you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now, the works of the flesh are obvious fornication, impurity, licentiousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, anger, quarrels, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these. I am warning you, as I warned you before, those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us also be guided by the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God.
0: Tara, for our Friday fun question, who is your craziest or most interesting teacher?
1: I think I'm going to answer your question as weirdest, and I have <laughs> two, All right. both from my freshman year of college. Um, one was I took an a anthropology survey course, and it was three days a week, and on Monday and Wednesday, the professor would come in very buttoned up, glasses, lecture, boring. But on Fridays, <laughs> he wanted to read one of his poems to us, and it wasn't like a reading. He would like morph into this different person with a poem I didn't understand. And I read a lot of poetry. But it was like, it was the most bananas piece of performance art I'd ever seen. And every Friday it was like that.
0: Did he ever tie it back into No, 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 <laughs>
1: no. This was strictly we were a captive audience. The other one is that <laughs> I had a professor who, now you have to realize I went to college in 1990, just out of the 80s. He would come to class every day in these tiny running shorts and a t shirt. Oh my And he nice. hadn't been running. Like he's you know, <laughs> hairs done and everything. And he would like stretch in front of the class like while lecturing. Like and it was just the weirdest thing. We're all like I don't know. It was very bizarre. So there you go. There are my two weird ones. Yeah, I don't know
0: how I feel Top about going second <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about going second now. I've had a lot more
1: experience than you. That's
0: true. That's true. Uh it the first person that came to mind was there was Uh, a substitute that went – he was all around the Vail School District where I grew up. His name was Mr. Cooley, which, first of all, great name. Uh, But he – and this is in Tucson, several hours from L.A., (laughs) eight hours. But he was in extra all the time in movies. And he was, like, this petite 65-year-old black man. I love it. And so he was just kind of a legend around, like – yo, did you have Mr. Cooley today? And it's like, and did what he tell you they about, tell you about? Oh my gosh, that's what, so awesome. One time his agent called him in the middle of my eighth grade algebra math class to ask if he wanted to be in Malcolm in the Middle. And he was like, no, I'm substituting that day. Oh my and gosh. Turning. I'm sure you all were like, <laughs> leave. <laughs> Just leave. Exactly. So, I mean... Maybe he made it all up. I don't know. People claimed that you they watched American Pie and they saw him in it in the background.
1: You know he must have been a really good extra if he had an agent. Like an, yeah. <laughs> an extra with an agent is amazing.
0: So, Mr. Awesome. Co- Mr. Cooley, the man, the myth, the legend <laughs> in the Vail School District. Uh. But to our scripture... Tara, how do you think that we enslave ourselves to the elements of this world? How does And then how does Christ free us from?
1: So I think enslaving ourselves to the elements of the world is a lot like what we talked about on Monday, which is um, being focused on ourselves, our wants. Actually, I think in some ways being ruled by our instincts, hmm. right? This instinct for more security and more and... So I think that's what that means. It's a very dualistic way of looking at the world, which mm. Paul would have been very immersed in, being a part of the Roman and Greek culture at that time. But the elements of this world is the idea that we are focused on our human experience. Mm. Um, to, and what Paul is calling us to is to be focused on the Spirit of God in our lives um, and to remember that we have made a commitment to follow in the way of Christ, empowered by the Spirit. And I think that's how Christ frees us, is that when we focus on the Spirit enough to try things a different way, I think we realize we were freer than we were before. I think a lot of things that we think will bring us comfort and security actually cause us to be enslaved. Mm. You know, will there ever be enough money? Probably not. Um, will there ever be enough prestige? Probably not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those are all things that that we want and that we kind of instinctually want to fight for. Um, and so I think we find that when we can let those things go and we can live in terms of what is faithful instead of what is successful, we find ourselves much freer.
0: I think that's fantastic. I was reading about the word flesh that mm-hmm. th- that Paul uses, sarx, it is yeah. in the Greek. And I was reading that it frustrates commentators, or not commentators, translators, because sometimes Paul uses it kind of in like a neutral sense, and sometimes he uses it in a, you know, actively...
1: Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Sometimes he uses it in the sense of just the body. Just the body, right? Exactly. And then sometimes it's and sometimes a worldview.
0: And sometimes it is this, uh, you know, cosmic barrier that Christ is breaking through. But I think that totally makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, of, of when I think about us as humans, sometimes it is just kind of a neutral thing that we that we can talk about uh, in in our bodies and ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes it feels like that who we are, that, that fleshness, that humanness is actively working against us. And that's what Christ is breaking through. And so what I like about it being neutral and actively negative is that Christ breaks through the apathy and mm-hmm. the neutral, but Christ also breaks through the, the corruption yes. um, uh, and, and redeems both.
1: You know, that's interesting because if you go back to the works of the flesh— a lot of those can start out as just neutral, hmm. right? So fornication is essentially sexual relations, right? Yeah. Which is a part of life. There's an appropriate way to express that. And then there's this, yeah. which is not. Um, I think the same goes for drunkenness, right? Alcohol, um, wine is something that can be very neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, our Lord and Savior drank it. And yet it can go lead to the drunkenness and the carousing. So it is interesting to think that it's almost like our instincts run amok. Hmm. So I have this instinct where I want to eat and I need it because my body is fueled. But when that runs amok and I either eat too much or withhold from eating, that's when it gets really messed up. Hmm. Oh, no.
0: I wanted to come back and make another joke about sorcery, but I feel like we've kind of played that out this week.
1: <laughs> and you, Are there too many jokes about sorcery? <laughs> I think not. It's
0: a multi-billion dollar <laughs> Harry Potter industry. <laughs> and,
1: and that is good. <laughs> uh, but even like anger, I mean, there. It's passion. Yes. And there are appropriate times for anger. Sure. Right. Um, Jesus was angry. <laughs> yes. So, oh, I have a good friend who always like at one point we were talking about something and. Something happened in her church. She's a minister and she goes, here's what I know. Jesus only pulled out the whip once and I'm saving mine for just the right time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you knew her, she's like the most mild mannered. I was like, oh, that is oh, awesome.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. And I'm saving mine. Do we for... get
1: one free whip? <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> does that know. come with ordination? I don't know. Um, I do think that for me, my devotion time in the morning is a time to remember that I have made a commitment to live my life in the Spirit. Hmm. And I will fail a million times, but when it comes to me having a choice and me using my will, I want to remember I've already made that decision and so that's what I'm gonna work for.
0: Hmm. I think we've talked, I'm sure we have, of, of that starting off your day with an orientation towards the Spirit and then the thousand checkups you do throughout the day. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. It's the um, Martin Luther thing of he would wake up every morning and say, remember, Martin, you're baptized. I mean, that's a really great thing to remember when someone cuts me off in traffic. Remember, Tara, you're baptized. Keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, we'll close with a quote from Nelson Mandela. For to be free is not merely to cast off one's chains, but to live in a way that respects and enhances the freedom of others.
0: Thank you all for being with us this week. We hope you have a wonderful and safe weekend. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen.
1: Amen.